Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Magic of Life Radio. My name is Max Ryan, and I am from themagicoflifecoach.com. I'm a spiritual teacher, intuitive life coach, and psychic. Join me as I share many spiritual and metaphysical tools and how you can apply these tools to your life. It is by using and applying these tools that you can have, do, and be anything that you desire. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be. As you heard, my name is Max Ryan, and I'm from themagicoflifecoach.com. Thank you so much for, for listening to the show and or listening to the archive show. That, that can be listened to through my website or through here at Blog Talk Radio, which is cool. And we've been having some a lot of new um, listeners lately, and I really appreciate that. I said that last week, and I really do appreciate that because, you know, it's um, – you know, I'm, my feeling about doing the work that I'm doing and is is about if, you know, if I can help one person one day, one moment, you know, with anything that, that happens to come from the show, it, it, it's a blessing. It's a huge blessing. And, and that that's what I pray for and that's what I do when I, before I start the show, I ask for guidance and ask God and my guides and, you know, my helpers to to show me the way to to somehow, you know, help in a small way help you. Um, and I, I come from from a wide background of, of spiritual um, study. But the other thing is that, you know, the most important thing really is that I try to I encourage my students and my clients to to do this too is to to be the student to to listen and I do it I, I, I do it as much as I as much as I can our, our ego does start to take over sometimes and say I know I know I know but you know the real gold is when what you don't know in some ways and 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 letting go and opening up last week I talked about I have a theory well it's not a, you know it's a theory that that I've put together from all of my study and all of my work that I've done that really all of our life is all of our lives is really being lived on on a few different levels but you know it's sort of like there's 95% of us that's not here in this space and time continuum there's the 95% of us that's that's living in the all-knowing that's living in in the spiritual realm that is what many people call the divine matrix and that divine matrix is all knowledge it is all-knowing and it is also all humble it is also all humble because that 95 percent is also the the place in which as spirit we live in a way as little children in that innocence in that openness that openness that 
we we don't know and that we're on this incredible ride. We're on this amazing journey here. You know, this is part of our perception. And the other part, that 95% is still going, let me grow, let me grow. What do I do? What do I do? You know, on, on some level, it's it's trying to experience itself here through our body and through our personality, through this ego structure that we've got going on here. And that 95%, if we can tap into that, if we can just listen to that, you know, it is living in that innocence but it also it doesn't it doesn't really have an ego as we would say an ego you know so it doesn't it it doesn't say i know and i'm going to be all powerful and now i'm going to control everything it goes with the flow of the cosmos it goes with the flow of the spirit of the divine and it doesn't have a real end goal in mind, should we say. It, it, its goal is to be, is to keep experiencing itself over and over and over. And, and as it keeps experiencing itself, and I say it when that is us, we keep experiencing ourselves over and over and over so that we, on some level, can be more right now, right who we are already. I know I'm sounding it's sounding somewhat contradictory but it's not really and you know it's been written about many many times and how that part of us is the the real um driver of the ship it's the real captain of our boat if you want to say you know I, I work with my clients and I say you know it, it is about getting in the flow it's like you get in the boat you've got to listen you know there's lots of there's lots of clues around us all the time to help us to to connect with that 95 percent it's always 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 trying to say hey 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 listen hey look over here look over here look over here you know and and our five percent goes I know I got it I know I got it I know I got it and I am um, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about that um, a little bit about Easter which we just went through and talk about um, how there's a few different ways that we can l listen to that 95% or get the glimpses of that 95% one of the first things is that I I feel like in, in, in many ways we, we need to be courageous. We need to have the courage to say, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. And you know, when, when, when you open that up, that part of you up to say, I'm ready. Let's go. And the universe comes rushing in. I mean, it does come rushing in in many different ways. We have to be ready. We have to open our eyes. We have to open our senses. We have to open our intuition to see it, to feel it. You know, there's... All prayers are answered. We just don't always hear or see the answers. And that's a really, really important point to make. And there's many ways that we can connect. Meditation, you know, feeling good. There's lots of different ways that I'm sure that a lot of you know already. And as I was prepping for this show today, I thought, hmm, what do I want to talk about today? I'm not sure. And I was thinking maybe I should do something about Easter. So I, just to give you some background about myself, you know, I, I, I study a lot. And as a, as a teenager, I was really awakened to different spiritual paths. Um, 
Christianity, Buddhism. I, I mean, I was born a Catholic, and I went to Catholic school. Lots of of, of that, and. As I said, I studied Buddhism for a while, some Zen Buddhism and Taoism and Eastern philosophies, and then more. I was a real product of California in the 70s, 80s, where the quote-unquote New Age started. So, so a lot of that is 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 influenced into what I've come to know as my spirituality, but one of the main influences that I come back to over and over and over again for me, is something called A Course in Miracles. And A Course in Miracles is something that w- was brought to me in in many ways by friends who suggested to me when I was, you know, probably late teens, that there was this woman that used to do these talks in her house, in her living room, and it would be really cool to, you know, talk to her. And and that woman turned out to be Marianne, Marianne Williamson. I didn't know The Course in Miracles. And if you know Marianne, she she really writes and speaks on A Course in Miracles and has made an amazing um, um, contribution to the world of of spiritual inquest through just studying this one book. And when I was introduced to this book, it did – at first I was like, hmm, not sure, not sure. But as I listened to her and as I – related to to people that were studying a course in miracles it it made sense there was something about it that made sense to me and and when i i didn't even get the the book yet and when i did get the book and i started to to read it and i started to do the lessons something shifted in me and you know when when the student is ready the teacher will come and the teacher for me at that time, it comes. I come back to it often, often, often. Is of course in miracles, and just to give you a little bit of a, a synopsis of what a course in miracles is, it's it's basically a course in miracles is a self-study curriculum. It's spiritual. It's a spiritual curriculum, um, and it sets forth um, a non-dualistic metaphysical. Uh, it, non-dualistic metaphysics. Okay, that that means there is not a um, uh, a god and a devil. You know that there is all God. That there is all God, basically. Um, and it's all about integrating forgiveness and emphasizing real application of this curriculum. And it comes in three parts. There's a text. There's a workbook, and then there's a manual for teachers. Now, many people come to A Course in Miracles and it will feel and it will sound very Christian because as many people believe and as I believe that it is basically channel material of Jesus. And if Jesus works for you, then Jesus works for you. But you don't, it's not a religion. There's many people that do A Course in Miracles that are religious or no religion at all. You know, actually, Marilyn Williamson is Jewish. You know, so there's there's Jews, there's Muslims, there's Christians, there's people that don't follow any religion. That it um, that can can take these concepts, and these concepts are universal, but they're put in a kind of Christian um, terminology. So you do have to say, hmm, okay, am I going to let that go? Because some people 
like me when I first, you know, I had a little bit of a uh, hesitancy towards it because it has a lot of Christian um, terminology. But in a very, very non-traditional way, they, it uses the Christian terminology. So I hope you sort of understand what A Course in Miracles is. It's pretty big stuff in some ways. And so I would uh, suggest to you that if you're interested in do some research. And if you do, I, uh, if you're ready for that, if it comes to you and you say, this is my thing, then um, I would suggest you start doing the, the workbook, which is 365 daily lessons that help you basically to go from um, – an orientation of fear to love. Course in Miracles talks about removing the blocks to love's presence because love is always there. And love is something that cannot be taught. It is just there. And when we remove those blocks to love's presence, then we understand how we are connected. We understand how we are connected with that 95%, with that, with that divine force that, that's going on. And as I started thinking about the show today, I was like, hmm, let me see what the Course says about Easter. And I sort of know what the Course says about Easter, but let me go in. And I started looking. And it has beautiful things to say about Easter. And one of the things I'll, I'll tell you is that this is where, on some level, it, it does definitely differs with Christianity because it talks about look at the crucifixion, but do not dwell on the crucifixion. Because that is not the point of the story. The point of the story is the resurrection. And I, I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that that is the point of the story. The, stor the story of the Holy Week and Easter um, is all about the resurrection. It is not about, you know, the crucifixion. So that is a really important point, a difference, because many Christian traditional kind of Christian philosophies look at the, Christ, uh, the crucifixion uh, and they dwell on it. And they dwell on it. You know that. <laughs> and they dwell on it. You know, they dwell on it and they dwell on it. And that's really not the point in the A Course in Miracles and talks about. And as I was reading through and I was reading some beautiful, beautiful passages about really what, what Easter was um, and... I picked out some quotes, and then I'm going to move on to, to something I think is really important. A little bit more of my thrust of today. I'm going to read this to you. Um, of course, says, The time of Easter is a time of joy and not of mourning. Look on your risen friend and celebrate his holiness along with me. For Easter is the time of your salvation along with mine. So it is all about how we can start again, how we're already perfect, and that how death is just the letting go of the body, and that underneath it all, we're eternal. We're eternal. We're that 95%. We are that 95%. It's very important that we know that, that we connect with that, not just know it, we connect with it. And I would encourage you to, as you go through your day or when you meditate, or, you know, whenever it occurs to you, just think about this idea that what I'm perceiving, what I'm living, is just 5%. Let me open up and be as a little child, as a Christian um, terminology might say, be as a little child and open up and hear and feel that other 95%. What's going on over there? 
What's going on deep inside you? Because it's through through you, inside you, that we connect on that level, that we connect with the divine nature, that we connect with the divine matrix. As I was reading through this about about Easter, one of the things that really, really is a big deal in A Course in Miracles, and I believe it to be true, 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 is that one of the main fundamentals, fundament, um, fundamental um, principles of A Course in Miracles is that we cannot find peace, that we cannot have our joy alone. That it is through our brothers and sisters that we are walking this path with that we really find the joy, that we really find the peace. And one of my favorite quotes is, relationships are the temple of God. And relationships are the temple of God. Really, they are. Because it, if you think about it, and, and this week this week was, is a perfect example. Many of you probably went out with your family and your friends, and you went on Easter egg hunts, and you did all those things. And... You know, if you're open to it, it is through your family, your friends, whatever you call your family, I don't care. It is through them that we see the eyes of God. It is through them that if we're open, we open up more. We feel the 95%. We feel that eternal life that is just words sometimes but it is through our brother that we, it is really a temple of god and the the main one of the main things in the course is that it is through our brother that we find our peace it is through our brother that when we can let go of our judgments on our brother then we become free that's what the atonement is about. And they talk about the atonement, the at one When we let go of our judgments on another, on some level, on the deepest level, we're letting go of our judgment against ourselves. Now, I'm going to read you a couple of, of quotes from A Course in Miracles because I think it's really important. And I'd like you to go through this week and try to just say, hmm, where am I holding my brother? victim where am i holding him as the as the cause of my problems and where can i release him okay i'm going to read a couple of things <coughs> excuse me sorry all right this is from the course in miracles under a chapter called the attainment of peace actually it becomes it comes right before the holy week chapter okay it says this brother who stands beside you still seems to be a stranger. You do not know him, and your interpretation of him is very fearful, and you attack him still to keep what seems to be yourself unharmed. Yet in his hands is your salvation. In his hands is your salvations. You see his madness, which you hate, because you share it. This comes back to, and that's the end of the quote, comes back to, we see what we fear inside of ourselves and we project it onto other people. So that becomes, a, that becomes um, the thing that we fear, we project it onto others. And it is, as it says, 
You see madness. You see his madness, which you hate because you share it. Because you share it. Now, when we are able to see beyond that, forgive him, and see that God or, or the divine does not see the madness, only sees, really, our bright light. Doesn't The 5% that happens to be running around here with all its ego and all its craziness, that 5% is not really what the divine sees. That 5% is what we tend to hook everything on. We blame. We blame our brothers, just like we blame blame ourselves. Now, I'm going to read you another another um, passage. There's a couple of passages that I found very I find very very powerful. Behold your friend, who is the Christ who stands beside you. How holy and how beautiful he is. You thought he sinned because because you cast the veil of sin upon him to hide his loveliness. Yet still he holds forgiveness out to you. He holds forgiveness, capital, the divine, to you to share his holiness with your brother. But this enemy, this stranger your brother, still offers you salvation as his friend. So this, your brother, crucified by sin and waiting for release from pain, would you not offer him forgiveness when only he can offer it to you? Give faith to your brother, for faith and hope and mercy are yours to give. That's the end of that quote. Now, we've if we really want peace, we've got to release our brothers and our sisters. I say brother, and it, it uses, definitely, um, of course, uses, some people can't deal with the sex, sexist kind of situation with it. But, I mean, I, I just replace it, it's fine, for me. Um, that your brother or your sister, we have to give faith to them. We have to see the light in our brother. We have to see the light before, even if they don't see it at all, we see it. We see it. And that releases both of us. I'm going to finish this one quote. It says, Into the hands um, that give, the gift is given. Look on your brother and see in him the gift of God that you would receive. I'm going to say that one again. Into the hands that give, the gift is given. It's all a hologram on some level. What we give, we get. If we give forgiveness, we get forgiveness. You know, there's many, many teachings that are very simplistic, but they are true. What you give, you get. If you give love, you get love. If you give anger, you get anger. This is a, you know, if we're talking about laws of the universe, you know, it really is the law of attraction. This is really the law of attraction. That through our brothers, what we give to them is what we get. And I'm not talking about only, you know, just giving them physically or anything, but how 
we see and feel them in our heart. How we see and feel our brothers and sisters in our heart is what it's all about. You know, one of my favorite quotes is, expect a miracle. Because, you know, when we expect a miracle, guess what we get? We get miracles. Our perceptions change. And the Course talks about a miracle is a change in perception. A miracle is a change in your perception. And think about that. A miracle is when suddenly something that we've looked at for something for a certain way through a certain belief system for so long suddenly we see it from another point of view and it seems like it's totally different and that's true and it's true and my prayer for all of us is that you know we have miracles all the time because this life is just a constant constant thing of going where can i change my perception hmm i see that perception's holding me back or that perception's holding my brother back and if we expect a miracle from our brother, we will see miracles. It's happened over and over, and that's the way the world is. That's the way it works. And it, like I said, it might sound simplistic, but if you, if, if you ask in your heart and your gut, it's not simplistic at all, actually. It's some of the highest order ways of being that there is. To, to give, to open up, to let go of our ego and be as a little child. Because, you know, Easter is, I'm going to wrap up here because it's perfect, actually. Easter, you know, is a time when there's lots of children. You know, I was around my goddaughter this, any, this weekend. And in general... Children give and 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 give. Because that's what their natural state is. Their natural state is to give and to to play and to be curious. And if we can see the child inside of our brother, boy oh boy, then we will get to a place where our life is peaceful, there's flow, and it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside because internally we're connected. We're connected with each other and we're connected with the divine. And that's really, really what it's all about, isn't it? It's really all about that. And, you know, acquiring money and what you need and, and all those things are great and bringing your gifts to the world are, you know, really awesome. And we have to do those those things. We've got to be honest and go, what are the gifts I bring to the world? And, and how can I improve the planet in some level from me being here? But it really is about connecting. It's about connecting and, and remembering. This is a, you know, a remembering process of that 95%. Of that 95%. And it takes courage, you know. It takes a little courage. Not much. Just a willingness to say, hey, I'm willing. Okay? So I encourage you to be a little bit willing this, this week to say, hmm, where am I holding the sword over my brother's head? And where can I see his innocence? All right? All right. Wow. Wow, that went really quickly. We only have a couple minutes left. Um, 
um, do a little business, I uh, go to my website if you like um, to find out more about what I do, and I uh, do psychic readings, and, and and I also am a life coach. So if you're interested in life coaching, and I, I, I coach very specifically in a very specific and spiritual, intuitive way. So if you're interested in that, I I, I do. Um, free laser coaching sessions to see if you might want to become a, a student of um, a client of mine and also I do readings 45 minute um, readings all right so that's the magic of life com. and I pray that love will guide you this week and remember unthinkably good things can happen I'm going to play a beautiful song as we go out listen to the words of this one of my favorites all right take care everyone bye-bye
Looking out upon the world that 